Welcome to What in the World Language Podcast. I have a very special treat for you today. We're here at IFLT19 in sunny St. Petersburg, Florida. FLA. FLA. I have. It stands for Foreign Language Acquisition. Foreign Language Acquisition. So the treat I have for you, listeners, today is the composer, producer, musician extraordinaire, Nate Niederkorn. Good morning, everyone. Hi. Hi, Judea. How are you? Maybe maybe it's not morning, Nate, where people are listening. Maybe it's afternoon. No, podcasts only get played in the morning. Oh. Well, in that case... Good morning. Good morning. And if you're on your way to school, because let's face it, this is... A, or, or if you're out for your morning run. Mostly teachers. It could be Saturday. Could be Saturday. It could be Sunday evening. And if so, good morning. If it's Sunday evening, te- you know, Nate. You, so, Nate's a musician with Senior Woolley. That's and, true. And guys, gals, he doesn't understand that teachers plan on Sunday. So we're probably not listening to podcasts. But what if the podcast is part of your plan? Well, if it is, that you, you're in the right place. Maybe. Fluff, 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 Florida. Fluff, 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 Florida. That's a, that's Nate. That's see. That's why you are the. That's what I do. That's what I bring. Driving to the table. force mm-hmm. behind Senior Woolley's music. The, I mean, sometimes the only force, really. The oh well, that's uh, maybe an overstatement. No, I don't think so. No, maybe an understatement. So tell us what exactly, Nate, are you doing here at IFLT? What um, you're. This is if. If I'm correct, this is your first IFLT with this Woolley. Is, this is. That's true. Um, my primary role has been to meet as many teachers as possible and try to sell them books, T-shirts, subscriptions, so this stickers, is a, all oh, sorts of things. A capital, but mostly capitalist venture for you. Well, not for a me money personally. Money-making scheme. Well, scheme is a, is a dirty of, word. That's, that's underplaying it. Let's call it a, um, I don't know, venture? A venture. Mm. Venture. I like capitalist. Kind of, it's good, right? Exactly. Yeah. So, like, um, do you sell any books for cash and pocket money? Well, because there's a lot of, I mean, you do, you guys have, you know, you do take cards. Right. And that's convenient. It is. A lot of people don't carry cash anymore. Yeah. So, if you can get, like, say, 10 books of you know, graphic novel, maybe um, pre order the new graphic novel, uh, Victor. Um, I don't know how much I'm just guessing at price but like 50 bucks under the table or something like well, it's a, as long as it's like a deal for the person giving you the cash it, and every, a deal for you right exactly as long as those two things are met then then yeah I mean then, then you've good. got yourself a deal cool um, um, probably by the time you're listening to this podcast IFLT 19 in sunny St. Pete will be over but if you're listening and you are someone that took advantage of that deal then, then you're welcome. There you go. You're welcome. So that was that was good. That was. Um, but really, what you know, you came down with Wooly. Um, it's a pleasure to see you here. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's great to be because you are a driving force. Um, uh, your talent is noted in the uh, music. So it's it's always a joy to see you. Mm-hmm. And and so how do you? It's feel? good to see you. Th- well, thank you. 
Um, how do you feel being here at IFLT 19 besides being really hot? Well, definitely hot. But um, the nice thing about Florida, as I've learned, is that unlike the Midwest where I come from, uh, there's air conditioning in every single building. So that's yeah, nice. I that's, mean, that's true. We, we've just re, uh, discovered the glory of air conditioning in some parts of the Midwest. So, you know, this time of year when it's the same temperature back home, um, you never know. Some, some schools, no air conditioning. But this school, no, wow. nice and cool. Whoa. And that's the important thing. Because do, you have, do you have air conditioning at senior Woolly headquarters? Well, only when we've been good. Okay. But, but, I He'll mean, turn if, it on. Right. Yeah. So he's got like like most school districts, they have the master switch right. for the AC. Mm-hmm. So if our rooms get hot and you call the office, they're like, "That's central office. We can't do anything." Right? They yeah. got the master switch. Wink. Yeah, we can't do anything. Yeah, we wink. can't wink. Wink. Yeah. So is that is that like how it's things are run at Senior Willie? It's kind of like well, I don't want to I don't want to misstate anything. Right. But, um, but yeah, it's well, pretty, Jim will never listen. Pretty to this miserable. Podcast. It's pretty miserable. Jim yeah. will never listen to this podcast. Well, that's good. You In can that speak case, freely, Nate. Okay, I understand. Okay, very well. Right. If you've if you've actually written every song from day one, you can tell us. <laughs> All right. So, um, you here? I don't think we've ever really got a solid answer yet. So, why am I here? Yeah, um, I'm here because uh, Jim, who is who began life as a Spanish teacher from a very young baby-ish age, um, he would like to when he goes to these teacher conferences, be able to interact with teachers and go and see teachers speak and you know just hone his craft more um as a musician while i am fascinated by education and teaching it's just it's not my thing so i'm here to mind the store while jim gets to go and have fun mind the senior woolly booth Mm -hmm. answer questions right hold the fort down tell people about my experiences but um since my experiences are sort of you know behind the scenes right um i have less to say but I can say, um, you know, here's a little bit about what we do. Here's a little bit about what's going on. Here's right. some new stuff. Here's a couple of hints. And uh, and I can also, you know, play that part that uh, that Jim cannot because um, only... He's getting his education I, on. I've probably taken three selfies this entire time. And three? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a lot. That's the most I've ever had to take before, which That's has impressive. been great. Yeah. Um, but uh, Jim has taken... I've tried More. to be a, a gym stand-in for yeah. selfies. Yeah, doesn't um, work as well. Uh, people don't take me up on that offer. No. Um, so you're here for that reason. Yeah. Uh, which is a, a beautiful thing mm-hmm. to help Jim and be with Jim. Of course. Um, I've worked with Jim myself and uh, continue to work with Jim because I'm a teacher and I use his his material in my class. I've been a subscriber for three years, I think. That's pretty good. Uh, pro subscriber. Oh, very good. I get access to all the great resources the that pro Kelly Ferguson writes and Jim writes. Yeah. And Gary Toth. Gary Toth, Tom Bien. Yeah. Can't also. Sorry. I don't si, know why no, I said Tom Yo comprendo. Oh, uh, entiendes? Si. Muy bien. Si. Como te llamas? Um, how, should I say it wrong or, or should I say it say, right? There is no. Me what? llamo Nate. Me llamo Nate. Not Victor. No. Great. So, so Nate is not a teacher, not a Spanish teacher, not. Um, would it be correct to say you're not fluent in Spanish? No, I, that would be correct. So your, which is very interesting, because here at IFLT we talk about acquisition mm-hmm. and how languages are acquired a lot, mm-hmm. and for teachers specifically, CI strategies, teaching, making messages 
making the language comprehensible. So you've learned, would you say you've learned most of your Spanish um, through interacting with the music and the videos and the songs? Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, I, I did. I am one of those um, fortunate ones who studied the language in high school and um, acquired none of it. Acquired none of it. Yeah, I practiced a lot. Right. Yeah, well, you know, practiced uh, music a lot, but um, just did not want to memorize um, conjugated verbs and, and grammar and things like you that. You didn't want to learn airplane parts? No, no. Had no use for that in Spanish in your life? None. None. Well, there was that one time, but I won't. Maybe the next time I'm on the podcast, we'll talk about that. We'll talk. But, we'll save that one. Airplane. The airplane vocab. story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I just had no interest in it at the time. So I, I understood a few words, but um, not enough to even really put a sentence together. Most people's story, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's fair. Uh, yeah, I've certainly acquired uh, a fair amount of the language. Uh, Jim said to someone this weekend, and I, I do agree that. Um, I am at the I am I am at the non. Oh, how did he put it? I understand everything I hear in the language, but I am not quite willing to get dirty speaking it yet. But but yeah, I mean I I can listen to a conversation and I. Know so I interviewed Jim earlier, and we talked about that about um, um, language learners having mm-hmm. a fear to speak. Mm-hmm. But we were specifically talking about how some teachers have a fear of making a mistake in front of other teachers when they use their um, L two their second language. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that's a thing. So you have, oh, yeah. you have a little fear, a little I'm, hesitancy. I'm terrified. I'm terrified. Because the thing is, I'm afraid that if I say the wrong words, then the air conditioning goes off again. And oh, it's just going to get hot in the office. A, right. Yeah. I forgot those rules. Yeah. So it's more, but, but when you're out of that, that crushing environment, mm-hmm. um, is do you feel free to speak? Um, I don't. I I would, but I don't have the opportunity. It doesn't come up very oh, often. Oh, it doesn't come up. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's interesting. So, so how did you meet Jim? Like, where? How did you guys end up? You so know, you being composing and writing music and right. working with Jim. How did how that story unfold? So many years ago, um, Jim and I were acquaintances and in shared friend circles in uh, college at Lawrence University in Appleton, Wisconsin. I did not know that. Yes. And we um, hung out a few times post-college because we shared a very close friend. And, you know, there was a book club, there was fondue, things of that nature. Yeah, good stuff. And then... A book club? Yeah. We read the corrections. And fondue? Was there a fondue club? No, no, no. The fondue was what we consumed while talking about the book. Oh, you aren't reading. You're talking no, about what you yeah. read. Um, you may I'm have, just trying to like have put you been to a book club fondue before? and books. Well, so book club apparently is apparently not... I've been going to the wrong book clubs because yeah. there's never been fondue. Oh well, the fondue is important part, but but yeah, we didn't go to the book club so that we could all sit in a room and quietly read together because that's be a library. Right. Um, no, we read the book before and then ate the fondue. Good one. Oh, thank you. That was. Yeah, that I was appreciate clever. that. Um, but uh, this fondue was, uh, it was almost more Kirschwasser than cheese. Kirschwasser is a German alcohol that is a cherry. Um, Fascinating. So anyway, uh, it is true. You can get drunk from eating cheese. I think that's like, that's probably pretty close to heaven, right? Oh, <laughs> alcohol taste of heaven, cheese. But it was a big taste, which is, you know. It's a, right. Right. Huge taste of heaven. Yeah, exactly. And then you, you'd realize after you come down, you're not. You're still here. Right, exactly. You're still in an air-conditioned, pressured environment. 
Right. Where at any moment the the central office could flip the switch. Yeah, I don't I don't want to think about it because okay. we're here in Florida where everything is air conditioned and it's beautiful. Um, so we we lost touch. Um, just we weren't really hanging out that much anyway. So and you know the our mutual friend moved away. So uh, flash forward about ten years and I was working at uh, a music instrument store. And Jim came in with his son looking to purchase a keyboard to continue creating music for his new venture, Senor Willie. And he, we, he, I think he recognized me before I recognized him or vice versa. But he definitely said to me first, are, are you Nate? Because it had been like probably about 10 years. And we got to talking and he uh, told me he was uh, about to go into the studio with this song, No Voy a Leventarme. And he was wondering if maybe I would be willing to play some guitar on it because he was looking for a very certain sound. And that would have been 2013, maybe 2012, late 2012. And so that was the first song that, that he had me in on. And then I did some guitar work for Los Caceres and so then Chevere. And I mean, just it's, to it's clarify been, for our listeners, um, Nate is a is is a guitar player primarily, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, by by trade guitar. Uh, I started on piano, and I when I was in college the first time and met Jim, I was playing saxophone. So I I, I would consider myself a poly instrumentalist. Poly instrumentalist, fantastic. Yeah. So on uh, on the way I live on Tarme, mm-hmm. you played the, the guitar, uh, the guitar, fantastic. Yeah. So. Tell us, continue as what you're saying about how many songs you've been on. No, yeah, there's been a much uh, a bunch. I, I played uh, guitar on Novoy and on Los Queseres. I played bass on Se Chevere, and then there is some keyboard um, arpeggiated stuff on Billy Las Botas Dos. And then after that uh, is when I started working at least part time for Jim and. Um, my role in the music has grown and grown to the point where the most recent songs like Billy Las Botas Tres or Una Canción Original or um, Feo, of course, uh, those are those are almost entirely either my creations or really just me playing. Flores, for example, the song that we heard at the beginning of my segment here, all the music you're hearing is me. So, so yeah. The, the, so you, you wrote Flores? Mm-hmm. The entire song? Well, not the lyrics. Well... But everything else you're hearing is the music, mm-hmm. right? It's, that's beautiful. I even mixed and mastered it. Yeah. So production, mm-hmm. it's beautiful. The whole nine. I love that song. Thank you. Yeah, I, I'm fond of it too. I really do love it. I I find it just relaxing. Mm-hmm. And who doesn't like flowers? Exactly. How could you not like flowers? You. Yeah. What, what kind of an animal are you? What person would you? What kind of person doesn't like just flowers? Just a terrible person. Terrible. Especially flowers everywhere. Right? Did you know? My wife doesn't like dead flowers. Well, I find dead flowers beautiful. That's and it's also them. a good song by the Stones, but that's a different story. That's a different podcast. Yeah, exactly. That's so, that's the afternoon show. So, so you told us how you met um, Wooly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what are you doing now? Like, um, without revealing anything, um, what is there anything that you could maybe hint at, or is there? Anything in the works? Or? Well, we do have some songs that are in the works. Um, I'm trying to think if I can say things that, in retrospect, will be like, oh, that's what he meant. But right now, will mean absolutely nothing. Might be um, pretty tough. Might want to just leave it at well, stuff in the Well, let's see. I'll give you one hint. We, we are working on a song it. that I think is just going to be perfect. Perfect. 
Mm-hmm. That sounds... There you go. Say that one more time. Uh, perfect. Not terrible. It's a good clue. I have no clue. Exactly. But that's a good clue. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe one of our listeners can... Uh, yeah, if you guys work that out, out, then call into the studio and we'll maybe you'll win a prize. You'll win a prize. You get an interview with Nate and myself and um, I'll patch you in and mm-hmm. you can just fan out. Yeah. Be, be a... A neater corn fan. Yeah, and I could use some more fans because it gets pretty hot in that studio. Oh, back at the back at the home psh. office. I wish I had one of those little uh, drum rolls. Oh, then my, it could be like BJ um, and the Wiz. <laughs> you know, that'd be great. Bada boom. <laughs> we'll just do it with my mouth. Good, right. good. I'll, I'll preload some phrasing next time. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Bada boom. So tell us a little bit um, the process of creating a woolly song. So you say you wrote Flores. What was that process? Walk us through that. Like, what is it like to create? A woolly song? Well, I find that the songwriting process uh, is similar whether I'm writing for Wooly or, or for myself. But I mean, that's been, I haven't really written my own stuff in, in a while because uh, I don't want to, you know, filter out that creative it doesn't stuff. Pay. Right. Well, that too. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so Jim and I will talk about what sort of is the intent for the music. Um, you know, so for instance, I think maybe a, a more interesting story would be Feo. Feo, we both agreed that, you know, despite whatever time frame that story was set in, Feo was going to feel like sort of a, just like an 80s fist pumping kind of song, you know. So Mission accomplished. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I listened to a few songs, not to copy them, but for inspiration. So uh, one of my favorites would be like a St. Elmo's Fire or something. No. Or That's, you know, what a feeling! That one too. You know, that kind of a song a where you just—it's you just want to run down the street and right. like you know, right. throw your hands in the air. It's yeah. awesome. I always do that mm-hmm. with Sound Saint Elmo's Fire. Oh man, that one kicks. Yeah. Just kicks. Um, Any main street in America. Yeah, exactly. So, so I'll listen to those and then I'll kind of sit down and think. Okay, you know, I usually start the composition process maybe on a either on the piano or the guitar. It kind of depends on the song. I think on Feo, it was guitar first. Uh, and I'll come up with a chord progression and then get that down and then start thinking, okay, I want you know maybe this sound here and th- I think the bass would do this and then drums should do this. And I end up with, you know, a, a decent demo um, of, you know, real guitar, real piano, but, you know, electronic drums, electronic, everything else. Uh, and then Jim will compose melody and lyrics to that or we'll collaborate on the melody, but often Jim comes up with that. And once we've got that all together, then we go into the studio and we bring in, you know, professional musicians and we go to a, a you know professional recording studio and lay everything down just like you would if you were whoever. I mean, we go to a studio in Chicago that um, I know that there was one point with, that we were there that they had just had Michael Franti in the night before, not Spearhead, just just Michael Franti, um, and, which is awesome. Fascinating. Um- did you know Michael Franti? Uh, I met. I didn't meet him, um, but I was acquainted with his music through the disposable heroes of hypocrisy. Yeah, and nice. uh, are you acquainted with their music? I am they, not. They used a lot of uh, um, shop tools. Oh, to fun. make music. They That's had awesome. beats, and then uh, I think one of their first videos. I can't remember. I saw it on MTV. Mm. Is that still music a thing? television? Yeah, is that still a thing? Are they is television have, still a thing? I don't have cable. Oh, okay. I TV believe... is a thing. You need a TV for Netflix and well, people use their computer. Hulu and whatever. Yeah. I don't know Hulu. You don't know Hulu? Yeah, okay. you'll have to tell me when you find out. I don't know. 
But they they that's used a bad joke. Yeah, that's there it is. Nice. Um, yeah, they used disposable heroes of hip hopracy. All right, we should all look that up. Look it up, listeners. YouTube it. Yeah, it's all on the World Wide Web. Ooh, yeah. W W Remember HTTP colon forward slash. Remember when people used to say, "Go to www dot." Yeah. Now nobody says that. No, no. Just Google it's it. It's implied. Yeah. They just say something. Google it. Yeah. It's fascinating. So anyway, those disposable here. I forgot, totally forgot where we were going. You were talking about the composing. Yeah, so that's it. So, so once we go to the studio, the then we've got a, a final thing and then and then starts the video making, which is uh, you know, that's a good time too. But uh, I'm not I, I'm involved in that in a way where um, I just become a production assistant. So I, Jim's got the mind for making a video look like the way our videos look, and I've got the ability to um, move things around and wind cables up very well. And and write good music. Well, sure, but I mean that part's done. The Hopefully, video, by but that the video point. part. Yeah, I mean just cable wrapper. I'm just. What do they call those guys that wrap up cables? Um, grip, I believe. Grip. Yeah. Okay. Gaffer's the person that holds the mic. Or puts the gaff tape down, right? Yeah. I just assume. I don't know. I've right. never done that. No. I had people do that for me when I was a famous nice. musician. Uh, in my twenties. Those were the days, right? Yeah, they were the day when I was on the road. Yeah. Had had guys load in for me. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Still dreaming. Good. Well, one day, right? We'll all get there. Well, that's a that's a fast. So you've been doing that what since you said I think 2013. You've been with Jim. It's been building since then. It's yeah. been building since then. Mm-hmm. So you're at you're there. Mm-hmm. You, you it's like a job now, right? Um, you work not only with merchandise and the booth and answering customers. Oh yeah, I do a little of everything. You do a little bit of everything, mm-hmm. but. But you are a um, composer and a musician, and I think that's I think that's important. And uh, um, I wanted your story to get out there um, because I think what you do it needs to be heard. It needs to be heard. I mean, um, Jim can't take credit for everything, right? Well, he can, but I mean, well, he does. <laughs> Remember, he's not listening to this podcast. Of course not. Of course, Jim. Why would he? He's got more let... important things to do. Exactly. He's yeah. writing songs. Yeah. Exactly. Anything else you'd like to uh, you'd like to add? Uh, about your experience with Jim as um as we cue out here. I'll take you out on a song that you said you uh sure, yeah, what you contributed got? greatly to. Yeah. Um it is none other than uh you'll hear it here in a second. Come there it is. There it is. I think we all know what this song is. Yeah. Let's all right So how now, did you come out let's just oh, walk through right. this song. How did you come up with this little did you did you come up with this little wank 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 yeah, I found the synthesizer sound that I liked, and I uh, figured out the kind of arpeggio I wanted. To. I mean, this is now we're, you're asking me how the sausage is made, and that's not a f- oh, fun that, conversation. That's for not. Everyone. I I think I pulled for up the my musicians two synthesizer, and I I was know, getting I, ready to ask what synthesizer. Did I want a sine wave or a saw wave? You know, I mean, it really. So what was it? A sine or saw? Do you remember? No, it's been years. It's been years. I could pull up the you know the file. But, that's a, I love that though. Listen to that. Got the nice. synthesizer arpeggiating in the background. Yeah. A little, little electric piano coming in. There's that guitar. Oh, beautiful. So many arpeggios. Yeah. So what do you, what effects do you have on the guitar? Wow. These are not fun questions for anyone. Not even guitarists, honestly. Well, <laughs> no. if I um, want to play it, then I'm going to go dial my pedals in. And you know as probably, well as I do, there are musicians listening. That's that true. That's true. I, I think, to learn. I, think what, I was. What key is this song in? First off, D. It's in D major. Major. Yeah. 
It's a happy song. Happy All song. happy songs are in major keys. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think the guitar was... Uh, um, a little chorus, probably a little reverb, but I mean, it was, the guitar is all recorded in the studio. So um, once I develop the sound, then we take it to the studio engineer, and he develops the rest of it. So, so as far as what the actual effects are, um, I don't, I don't know what he used. Listen to that solo. so catchy though yeah i mean i think when you were talking about hitting that 80s vibe Mm -hmm. this song really does elicit that good good yeah i really love it well um nate thanks for speaking with us. it was my pleasure it was my pleasure Um, we're here at iflt 19 um speaking with nate niederkorn musician i'll see y'all at iflt 20 composer Man, man about town man about town in saint pete fla FLA. If you're listening to this on your morning commute, <laughs> I'm BJ. He's the whiz. And that is all you're listening to. What in the world language podcast? Thank you. Thank you.